Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Thanksgiving. Can I have my clicker on or is someone moving the sides? All right. I will start by having my own thanksgivings. Malice and sabotage. <laughs> What's going on back there? Huh? Passes. Huh? <laughs> what about? All right. Woo-hoo. Amen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for those who are celebrating. I don't know your problems. So I thank God for, eh? flowers. I thank God for Ari. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, you know, Ari is the location pastor of Worship Harvest Naria, for those who don't know. So sh- this is your pastor. And also my pastor. Mm, yes, so I'm very grateful for her and for this year we met 16 years in marriage 16 yeah i i know she looks 25 uh but you know you always have to add shipping and handling Uh, (laughs) but 16 now i told you this is a prophetic service and i strongly feel this strong i'm feeling very strongly about marriage today i usually don't I'm more inclined about business, progress, finance, break that. Why, why do we have that portal there? But God wants to restore marriage. Amen. Our own marriage was very complicated the first three years. Very complicated. You know, complicated. Even when you're a Christian, it can be complicated. Very complicated until we landed on the grace of God and the idea that God loves you not because you're lovely, but because he is love and it is with this same love that we have received from the father that we can love others and so god restored our marriage amen and it's been wonderful amen so i thank god for 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 you ari uh i even feel the anointing is increasing all right (laughs) i thank god for our children paula angela and kak david kak d is right here uh kak d wave Kakdi is very brilliant. Uh, he usually leads the prayers at home when we are praying for dinner, for food. Every time we pray for food, Kakdi prays for the resurrection of the dead. Every time. So he prays for three things. He prays for the people who have nowhere to stay, that God will provide them shelter. He prays for the sick, that God will heal them. And then he prays that, and if it is your will, may the dead be raised. Come on, somebody. When you start seeing people dead-raising dead anointing in my ministry, you just know who the intercessor was. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. <laughs> and then Paula is at the back. She's in charge of the social media. Oh, she went. She went to Teen's Garage. All right, she was in the first service. She was in charge of the social media. Those who watched us online, she was the one making it possible. So it's incredible to see these children grow up. Amen. And I also thank God for all the children he has given you uh, because in this church, we don't have our children. We have our children. Your children are my children. My children are your children, including this one. 
who is doing cartwheels in the middle of the summer. <laughs> Amen. We thank, I thank God that we have a home. We have a miracle home. Uh, that home, God pro- provided the money miraculous. After we gave our first fruits, the first time we gave first fruits, it was, I remember, around 3.2 million. And what came out was a home in one year. God built us a home for 3.2 million shillings. Come on, somebody. The hand clap this side seems to be more representative of... Yeah. If you haven't been to our house yet, you can invite yourself. Yeah, we like to have guests over. In fact, for those of you who think you want to be our friends, one of the best things you can do for us is we start that we'll feel very honored. And yeah, we always like that. I thank God for the one campaign. We have already talked about it in the video, 541 salvations so far. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Worship Harvest people, for loving people. For loving people and inviting people into the kingdom. I thank God for Worship Harvest locations, 14 in total now, with four of them having come up this year. I want to thank the mechanics. Amen. Let's celebrate our mechanics. Every Sunday, we have more than 500 people serving across the different locations. Even now, they are everywhere doing sound, uh, lighting, video, ushering, harvest kids, parking. Come on, somebody. This is awesome. Thank you, Lord. So, I thank God for the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, arise and build. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know that when they had begun, that thing wasn't there? Yeah? There was, I think, one floor. Had we done the ground floor? It was even the floor wasn't there. This is all this year. And then, of course, the roofing. Amen. Amen. Uh, On the 22nd of December, that's Sunday, that might be the first time we have our first garage in the new auditorium downstairs. Amen. Yes. So I know many of you are planning to go to the village. Please go on in the afternoon of the 22nd or later. <laughs> Amen. So please don't go early to the village. We need you around. Let's enjoy this thing together. Awesome. Then we've had uh, men of prayer and the men's Bible study. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the men. Which many have been to the men's Bible study? By show of hands. Yeah, you see them all over the place. And how many of those have been joining us online as well? Men and women joining us online for the Bible study? Yes. So we took a break. We'll be resuming in January. Business Garage started this year. Thank you, Lord. Kamara here has been very instrumental. I think today he wondered what happened to his alarm. Because we are taking a break in December. So he came to the 11.15 service instead of 7 o'clock. But we thank God for Business Garage. We are raising billionaires in dollars. It's going to happen! Whether you like it or not. Transform. We thank God for Transform. We had 714 delegates. More than 400 of those had paid by the end of July. The event was in September. And by the end of August, we had almost 700 paid up. That's a record, record, record. Uh, that's supposed to be Lagos. I need to verify. But God opened the door for me this year to go to Nigeria like three times. And some very critical relationships have been forming there. I've never been in Nigeria. I just had that it's all peppery. Like there's paper in everything. And of course, yeah, I experienced it. But something unique happened uh, in that space with... Uh, you know, you, you come back with your mind reorganized. When you think what you're doing is big, then you go to Nigeria, then you come back like, we need to restart. 
So those guys are drinking, smoking something else. Steadfast Financial Growth has done so well as a book, as a program. We have coaches who are coaching people how to get their finances in order. I have a core conviction that the kingdom, we are just wasting time if we don't get the money question in order. If we don't get the money thing right, we are going to shout ourselves hoarse for nothing. So I thank God for SFFG uh, on Friday. Uh, at the National Book Awards, SFFG was voted as the book of the year. So, amen. So if you haven't yet read SFFG, you haven't yet read the book of the year. Psalm 116, 12 to 13 says, together, let's read together. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? And he says, I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Now, when you look at this verse, there's an immediate meaning and then there's a not so obvious meaning. There's an obvious meaning and a not so obvious meaning. In English, the obvious meaning is if God has done all these things for you, yeah, really, you have to get saved. Like, how can you just be there? God does all these things for you and you, you decide I'm still going to hell. In spite of seeing the Lord's goodness, it's not wise, right? Think about what God has done for you. You have friends, yeah? I have friends. Do you have friends? Yeah. Even if you think people don't care about you, here's the truth. People care about you. People care about you. Do you know how I know people care about you? And you should never do this. But even if you committed suicide, there would still be people at your funeral. In other words, you committed suicide in vain because you thought they don't care about you. Now they have to bury you. People care about you. You are a loved person. You have family. You have friends. Some of you, God has been so good to you that in spite of yourself, he has even given you a spouse. <laughs> a husband or wife, someone to love and be loved. A am I making sense? God is good. Right? We are on the third, fourth floor, depending on which country you come from. In other words, you made it up the staircase, which means that your body is working. God has been good to you, right? God has been good to you. Your, your faculties, your mind is functional. I'm speaking and you can understand what I'm saying. God has been good to you. Amen. Your organs are working. You don't have equipment all over you to help you go to the bathroom. God has been good to you. Hallelujah. You're not using AR. Come on, clap, to, clap those hands to God. Right now, you don't need equipment to breathe. And even if you're watching us online and you need equipment to breathe, you're still breathing. A live dog is better than a dead lion. God has been good to you. Amen. You are still here. The devil has tried. He has taken his best shots at you. And you're still here. He may have... You're still here. You're still standing. By now, many people thought you would be finished. But you're still here. You are still here. Yeah, whatever the enemy has stolen from you, you are still here. You can still give thanks. You're still alive. You still have hope. You even have dreams that are going to be fulfilled. God has been good. You've gone to conferences without invitation. You crossed the border with a yellow fever card. No ID, no passport. God has been good. Somebody. Your loved ones may have gone to heaven this year. But you, are, you have healed. You have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God has been 
good to you. God has been good to you. Come on, somebody, help me shake your neighbor and say, you, 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 you. God has been good to you. Hallelujah. So like David writes, I think it's appropriate to say, you know what? This person who has been good to me, I need to start walking with. Amen. So for those who haven't yet started walking with Jesus, that's your appropriate response to his goodness. For the Bible declares that, know ye not that it is the goodness of God that leads us to repent. Romans chapter 2. Amen. Now for those who are saved, there is even a deeper meaning in this verse. This verse is so deep. It is so controversial. It is so unlike human beings that the first time I really saw what it says, I just was like, oh my goodness. Alright? So if you're saved, I want you to listen real close. So you understand that salvation is not fire, just fire insurance. Salvation is not get saved, avoid hell, end up in heaven. That's part of it, but that's too shallow. Salvation is so much bigger than that. It's a relationship with God as Father. Amen? So salvation, I'm trying to, to figure out how to describe it. Maybe let me start at this verse. John 10.10. 10. He says, for the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come. That's Jesus saying. That they may have life and have it more abundantly. Not just abundantly. More abundantly. You know that sounds like wrong English. Yeah? How can you have... Already abundance signifies more. But why is it more abundantly? Now that it's extreme. My interpretation of that is a breathtaking life. The, the kind of life that takes one's breath away. Now remember the queen of Sheba. That rich African babe. Come on, somebody. I always like to remind people that the queen of Sheba was African and a woman. Because people think that two things for you not to be rich. Woman and African. Like that's a double whammy. Like already by being a woman, you're not supposed to be rich. Africa. Oh, wait. But this was an African woman. And she blessed the greatest king in the world at that time with incredible wealth. So this rich African queen who went with a train of camels, you know, like when the camel train comes, goes from Chaliwajala to the northern bypass roundabout, loaded with gold, silver, spices. That's money, by the way, for those who are not following. This rich African babe, she reached Solomon's palace. Yeah? And the Bible says, when she saw his entryway by which he went to worship. In other words, just the worship service, the temple. And, and then the, the sitting of his servants and the dressing of his servants. How, how the house helped were dressed. House helps, right? Not help. Yeah, were dressed. And the food on his table. The culinary. Is, it, is that the word? Culinary. <laughs> culinary. Banangolo <laughs> zongo. Please edit that thing out. It's culinary. Culinary. The culinary. <laughs> oh, my God. The culinary, this, the arrangement of the food at the table. You realize they are not talking about things of heaven. They are talking about earthly things. When, this salvation is not just for heaven. It starts showing up in our home, in the way we dress, in the way we cook. <laughs> Come on. Didn't one ever know cooking is such a heavenly thing? In the way we cook, in the way we arrange the food, yeah? 
Have you been to one of those buffets where by the time the person gets to the end of the buffet line, you cannot see them if you don't peep around their plate. Mountains melt before them. <laughs> but just these simple things. The Bible says there was no more spirit in her. There was no more spirit. Solomon's life was breathtaking. She looked at this man and how he lived life at home, at work, at church. And she's like, oh my God. That's what salvation is. That's what God has done for you and I in Christ. We didn't get saved just to wait for the trumpet. Amen. That's why he says that our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in Moses' house as it is in heaven. Oh, I pray like, feel like I'm preaching better than you're listening. Oh, are you seeing salvation in your house and what that looks like? Are you seeing salvation in your business and what that looks like? Are you seeing salvation in your marriage and what that looks like? Salvation within your children, salvation in our community, catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal. That's, that, that, the, the Bible says that, that God daily loads us with benefits. Daily. When you wake up in the morning, you get a load of benefits. Can you imagine God's benefits are unleashed every day? They, 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 every day, the moment you woke up this morning, daily, benefits. The righteousness of God. He became poor that you think poverty might be made rich. In others, you're prosperous. Some people start freaking out when we talk about prosperity. I don't know. Do, they, do you want us to talk about poverty? I would rather be prosperous than poor. I tried poverty. It nearly killed me. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that... The rich man's wealth is his strong city. And the destruction of the poor is their poverty. What destroys poor people is their poverty. What destroys poor people is their poverty. We were hearing last Sunday in Business Garage, these guys of uh, Finca who supply solar, renewable solar systems. 67%? 65% of all sicknesses treated in uh, those village uh, health center Health center twos and threes are respiratory sickness. Why? Because people are still using stoves, tadovers, candles, chotos to cook, and sigiris. 65%! That means it's not a health problem. It's an economic problem. Are you with me? So don't, don't lecture me about prosperity. Poverty will kill people. Give me prosperity any day. Amen. Hallelujah! One man of God put it this way. He said, man is caught up in a battle that is more ancient than he is. On one side is God, on one side is the devil. And man is the method of communication. When God wants to talk to the devil, he uses man. When the devil wants to talk to God, he uses man. So God says, I am good. God says, I am your healer. And then sickness shows up in your body. What is the devil saying? The devil is communicating to God. So he said, sickness then ceases to be a condition. It's a language. The devil is telling God, you lied. And God is helpless. He can't come and just do it by himself because he gave up the authority over earthly matters to man. So what does God do? He finds a man of God, like Frank, and says, go to that person and eliminate that stroke. So then a miracle is not just a miracle. A miracle is a language. God is telling the devil, you are the liar. Ah! My goodness. So poverty is not a condition. Poverty is a language. When God says everything is good in creation, the devil comes and says, 
look at all those people who can't even pay their rent. Your word is not true. And then God raises a billionaire. Ay, 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 Who comes and says, anyway, let's have affordable housing. God is speaking back to the devil. You are the liar. Are there people here? Every condition is a language. Every miracle is a language. I want you to ask yourself, which side are you? Mm, 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 mm. How, where, how did we get here? <coughs> Benefit, salvation, right? Okay, let me break it. Let, let me finish. Kubanga, you might be thinking, yeah. <coughs> here is the really deep meaning of this verse. He says that, unlike we human beings, yeah, and our behavior, like if I go to Kamara, yeah, and say, Kamara, I need some money. For whatever reason. And Kamara says, Mose, you're my friend. Here is 500 million. Someone say amen. amen. Now, I want you to know that soon, soon, when? Soon. Those are the kinds of monies we'll be giving each other. Simutwal, don't you? Here is 500 million. The other day I was listening to Andrew Womack and he was talking about Creflo Dollar. How Creflo Dollar lives in a, a house of a million dollars. But Creflo Dollar has given to people more than 100 houses and more than 800 new cars. Never judge a man's harvest if you don't know their seed. My God. Lord, may it be unto My people will talk to your people. <laughs> okay. Back to the point. Back to the point. When I come to Kamara and he gives me 500 million, one, to show that I've received it, I have to thank him, right? If I don't do anything, even he will be confused. To be like, was that a loan? Even with a loan, you thank. But when they just give you, you act especially, thank. But then, I deploy that 500 million for whatever purpose. And then, uh, two, three weeks later, I need another 300 million for another purpose. Guess who I'm not going to go to? I'm not going to Kamara. Surely. I'll be like, even I'm saying, half a billion, now I'm back for more money. Do you get what I'm saying? Humanly speaking, you don't go to the same person twice for something. It's like not allowed. Yeah, I think, Gundi, I'm not your bank or something. You get what I'm saying? Now, it is the exact opposite with God. The exact, look, he says, God has given me all these benefits. Mukama, eh? what can I do for him? Do you know what he tells us to do? Take even more. Take the cup of salvation. It's like, by grace, I've given you everything. The more you receive, the more he wants to give you. The more you receive, the more he even wants to give you. God, God is not into this equalization business of now this one has... No. God, God is not like your parents. Like, oh no, this one has got 200k. Uh, ah, you, you have too much. Let's give call your sister. No. God is desperate desperate with all his stuff which is meant for us because we fail to receive it so when he finds one person like this who is capable of receiving he's just going to send everything to that person with the hope that that person will help the others who are not able to who don't know how to receive who think god is mean am i making sense can i demonstrate to you some of you might be wondering where i'm going with it's so not like human thinking yeah like if if Kamara was God and they come and he gives me 500 million, first of all, he will be so happy to give me 500 million. Do you know what makes him even happier? When I come back two weeks later for a billion, he will be doing flips. He's like, my son has finally understood my character and my heart and my love for him. He wants one billion, give him two. That's how God is. 
That's why seemingly people who have things get more of them. That's why seemingly any church that operates under a certain anointing, that anointing just keeps going higher and higher. If you go to Miracle Center, the idea is that miracles and healing should be easy for you. So then what happens is that when there are miracles and healing at Miracle Center, what happens the next Sunday? There are more miracles and healing. God, God doesn't come and say, uh-uh, too many miracles in this church. The other guys have nothing. Let's take some of these to this other church so that we distribute the kingdom. Is that what God does? No. The guys who operate in miracles and healing, they just operate even in more and more and more miracles. So when you come to a church like Worship Harvest, where there is an anointing for financial dominion, guess what happens? Guess what happens? Guess what happens? God doesn't come and say, but now about worship Let me take some to the other. No! The more you believe and receive, and how do you know you've received? By Thanksgiving. That's why today Thanksgiving is on. The more you believe and receive, the more God wants to just... Um, did, uh, have you understood it? Like, what God makes God happy? is when you receive even more. Let me show it to you in the scriptures. They gave three guys different talents according to their abilities. One talent, two, and five. The guy came back. The guy of five had multiplied to ten. The one of two to four. The one of one stayed one. The master didn't come and say, wow, ten, four, one? No, 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 no. We need equality. Please bring some of your talents. Let's give God this one of one. Bambi is not capable. He was fearful. He doesn't know how to operate by faith. Is that what happens? Now that Frank has given that testimony and what, what he did, you watch and see what's going to happen in those guys' lives. They're going to see even more and more miracles and healing. Meanwhile, for you, if you're fearful to pray for people, you'll be hearing their testimonies. They didn't distribute. What did he say? Well done, good and faithful servant. I'm going to even give you more. Jesus was ministering to the woman at the well. And he sent his disciples for lunch. Usually that's how it happens. While some people are ministering, others are sent for lunch. <laughs> that's a small joke there. But then he got into this serious ministry with this woman. It energized him so much to minister to this woman. By the time they brought lunch, he didn't want to eat. That's how Jesus is. Every time you receive from him, it energizes him so much. You would think it weakens him when you receive from him. No, it energizes him even more. Some of us think that when you receive your healing or your miracle, whatever it is, the lights in heaven have to be dimmed to manage the power supply in your direction. My friend, the more you receive, the more God works. The more God works. Amen. What shall I read? What? God, you've done so much for me. What? What? What do I need to do for you? Do you know what God is saying? Take even more. Take even yeah i hope some people will figure out what this analogy is but it's like a game of matatu eh? huh? cards playing cards mind playing cards matatu. it's like you've been playing matatu and you've been winning kubanga you got embwa billy name master a spades and then you're like wow what should you be like what what should god do now agamba kakati kukongere embwa Ne master, satu, ne jokers, zombie. So, Katu, you've entered the zone of playing matter to you have the jokers, you have the mbwa, you have the masters. Ne chisala uchirina. My God. The devil is in trouble. Huh? The 
that's what I'm talking about. What shall I do for God for all his benefits? What I mean? The best thing you'll ever do for God is to take from him. Yeah. The best thing you'll ever do for God is to take from him. <laughs> Deliverance is happening. <laughs> and how does God know you've received? You give thanks. Amen. I told you there is restoration. I'm finishing. So that's what's going to happen now. There are going to be people praying for you here at the front. Eh? And there are two things that I need to happen today. One, if you've never given your life to Jesus, you need to come to the front and talk to one of the people and tell them, my God, I'm rendering. I am going to take up the cup of salvation. Don't go downstairs without the cup of salvation. Two, if you have been walking in incredible victory, maybe you have acknowledged the victory or not, but whatever the case, like, you know what? God has been doing amazing things. You've been playing with pick tools and masters. I want you to also come to Funenechi. Jokers, nechisala. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, that's what I know in my spirit is happening. People who have experienced victory, and you're thinking, God has done so much for me, really it's embarrassing to ask for, for more. God wants to come. The people who are going to be praying for you today, they are not into begging mode. They are going to be prophesying ridiculous prophecies today. Amen. Our service done. Now do me a favor, let's stand on our feet and just take one person's hand and bless them. Speak life-giving words over them. Amen, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We are receiving. We are receiving even more. We are receiving even more. We receive it. We receive it. We take it. We take it by faith. We take the cup of salvation. We call on the name of the Lord. We are receiving restoration of marriages. We are receiving opening of wombs in the name of Jesus. We are receiving healing of bodies in the name of Jesus. We are receiving multiplication of businesses. Those who have one, two, three, they are going to four, five, six. Thank you, Lord. Greater, 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 greater. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Now, if you have never given your life to Jesus, you're going to pray this prayer after me. The rest of you, you will pray with others so that they don't feel awkward now after prayer when everyone else is going i want you to come to the front tell the people here you gave your life to christ the rest of us if you're coming you're coming to receive even more yeah you're like god has been good i'm taking even more because heaven is not the limitation you and i we are the limitation amen so let's pray together say dear lord jesus thank you for salvation thank you for your benefits towards me i will take the cup of salvation today is the day of salvation. I take this cup of salvation. I give my life to you that you'll be my savior, my righteousness, my healer, my provider, my deliverer. Thank you for forgiving me. I come to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. If, if you've never prayed that prayer before or if you have before and you walked away, it's not that you lost your salvation. You just need reaffirming, okay? Don't go without coming to the front. The rest of us, please come. The, these people are itching. They can't wait for me to stop. So they start blessing you. Amen? Amen. Let's sing this chorus before we go. As, as we go. Oh, come, holy faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. 
Missional community leaders, if you are missional community leader, please come to the front. Let us pray for people. There is lots of people who need prayer today. Let's have some music from the media team as we continue in the ministry of prayer here. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.